0: No Christian has to be poor. If we had to be poor, Jesus wouldn't have said, I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. What was he preaching to the poor? If it's not to correct it, then he should be preached to the poor. He said, I came to preach to the sick, and we know when he preached to the sick, the God won't heal. So if he's preaching to the poor, then prosperity is part of the gospel. It is. Are you with me? It's part of the gospel. Amen. Which is able has an ability. I tell people, I believe God's word so, so much because it has an ability. I told you this the other time, for by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. It has an ability to produce. He says, I commend you to God the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified.
1: God's desire is for you to have his word at work in your life. And he has made this possible by bringing to you his message from our man of God, Pastor Roy King. Keep on shining and reigning forever as you receive God's word for your life today.
0: Give the Lord a mighty clap up. Amen. Now let's go to the message. John chapter 10. Are you loving it? Let's read John chapter 10, verse 10. That's the theme scripture for the conference. Can we read it? One, two, three.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I am come that they might have life and have life, have it more abundantly. Yesterday I explained to you that when Jesus was coming, it was the zeal of his house that was eating him out. I explained that the Bible says, when he whipped them out, the disciples remembered that it was written, the zeal of thine house has eaten here. And then when Jesus told them, I'm going to bring, break down this temple and raise it up in three days, they said, how dare you? This temple is older than you. How dare you say you break it down and raise it up in three days? And the Bible says, and Jesus spoke of his own body. They did not understand. And what is the body of Jesus today? The Bible says he's the head. He was looking at you. He was looking at me when he was going to the cross. The zeal of his house had consumed. Do you understand? It had consumed. That's why I tell people, you are special. Any Christian who says you are not special, they don't know the word of God. They don't. Say, I'm special. I'm, special. I'm unique. And you see christians saying it everyone can die at any time i'm not part of the everyone have you forgotten paul said that i can die now but i'm chosen to stay because of Him. he could control it he says that jesus the bible says that he's brought immortality to light they did not kill jesus read your bible he says i will put down my life and i will take it back again. They Did not kill him, he decided. They didn't kill him. He says, I'll lay down my life and pick it up again. For the power has given that the father has given me the authority to do so. So don't be talking like everybody. You see, listen, can I can I share something nice with you? The Bible says, think on these things. Thessalonians. He mentions truthfulness. Love, peace, amen. He talks about all those things. And now he says that so as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And then I was listening to these physicists and those people. They had made studies. And then they said that everyone's thoughts releases energy. Let's put words aside. Because words alone produce more energy than your thoughts. But he says, every thought is a wave. Those who studied physics, it's a wave. What you think about, what you're thinking about now is producing energy. There's going to be a time where it will just manifest and be like, ah, I actually thought about this thing and it happened. The atoms are coming together. They take time. So you may probably have never seen someone who probably died of a car accident never said that they would want to die by cancer but they probably been thinking about death in that light but no one knew and so the atoms just kept coming together like that and when it was full it happened and god has given us a way to control that you understand he's given us so i said everything you need in this world the answer is here. Whatever you want to be, the answer is here. It's here. What did David say? He says, I, I rejoice at thy prayer as one who has found a great sport One who has found a great treasure. When the word of God is come, this is not the time to see. Don't be ready for receive it, be blessed. Hey, oh, 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 no! As we are teaching, be ready for it. Because this thing, let me tell you, it will change your life. I'm telling you. Amen. To bring people to that awareness hey, Christianity is not a religion, it's not something stagnant that I have just come to church and I've come to hear the word of God and I've just sang a few songs and then I'm going home and I have a church. Church was normal. In our church, we, don't, we never say church was normal. A meeting with God is the best meeting you can ever have. Church should not be normal. Is today's meeting normal? Give the Lord a mighty clap of It's not normal.
1: The meeting we are having now
0: is better than the meeting going on in the White House. Yeah. Why? Because God is in it. If you have two people meeting in the bush, it's more important than a meeting in the White House. Why? God is there. It's high time people can, what time will we close? What time will we close? You probably are talking that way because you don't enjoy the word, Or because your heart is not set to receive and to grow. But Christianity is growth. You see, he said unskillful in the word of righteousness are babies. So in Christianity, they are babies. In Christianity, they are young people. In Christianity, they are grown people. He talks about the babies, the children, the young men and the old men. Which level are you? Ask yourself, which level of Christianity are you? Are you still a baby? For how long have you been born again? 15 years? 10 years? Or oh, me, I was born in a church What shows? Because you don't fornicate, you think that is all there is to Christianity. Where is the power of God in your life? Amen. Down to verse 25, John 10 25. I want you to understand something. Say, God, I'm your temple. Thank you, I'm so special. Amen. Those who don't know it are those who are trying to, to what you already have and to be who you already are. Yeah. But thank God, He says, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not be. So God is building, He's raising men and women of this world around the world, not only in Titus, around the world, young people. Let's move on. Verse 25. And Jesus answered them, I told you, and ye believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me, but ye believe not. My sheep, let me move on. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Can we all read this? One, two, three, go. Uh Uh-huh. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Give the Lord a mighty clap. Listen. I remember. when, When I read things like this, I literally cry. Because you think about the extent of God's love. And we have certain people who haven't understood it And are putting Christians in bondage The fear of losing your salvation That's ah. the right Eternal salvation If you ever lose your salvation He says I gave unto them is in the active Active voice I mean I gave unto them Eternal life. And he says that and they shall never perish. This is Jesus' he words. He's talking about his temple, talking about the people who are one with him. He says, I will." He says, I give them eternal life, and they will never. You know the interesting thing here? The word never there is actually three, sorry, four Greek words. Just the word never. And when I explain it to you, that's when you understand that wow. Wow. Glory to God. I will give unto them eternal life and they shall never. The word never. U May Ice Ayon. Aha. U O U. Me. M-E. Ice E I S. A-I-O-M. Amen. Like, you see, English just said, and they will they shall never perish. But in the Greek, it is stronger than what is written here. U already means no or never. It's a negative in the Greek. And then may is also a negative. But when Greeks bring two negatives together, it strengthens the negative. And so when he says that they shall never, o may, it means not, it is impossible. Double negative, full strength, impossible for them to perish. And he didn't just use Ume, he said, Ume eyes Aeon. So he says it will be, it is ne- it's it's impossible for that verse in the ages. Aeon. The various ages to come. They can never perish. Didn't you read John 3 16? For God so loved the world that whosoever gave it, should not perish but have everlasting life. It's a decree, should not perish, but have everlasting life. But a lot of us are living in the fear of perishing. When God wants us to live in the joy or the confidence of love. Give the Lord a mighty clap. You will never perish. Say I will never perish. Because he has given me eternal life. Give the Lord a shout of praise. And, And what is eternal life? Eternal life is not living long. It's, I told you yesterday, the Greek word, zoe. The life of God himself. The essence of God. That is what it means. Because if Jesus came to give life, he says, I have come that they might have life. Were the people not living already? But he says, I have come that they might have life. What life was he bringing? What life was he introducing? Was it the cars? Was it the money? No! God's life. His own life. What makes God God? Well, you What makes God, God dwells in us? It's in my veins. It's in every part of my body. If you are God's temple, are you ordinary? Why then would we live ordinary lives? I said to my church, I said, I'm raising people, Holy Ghost filled people, who fill the political areas, the business world, and they will transfer. Because the Bible says, Daniel, was a prophet of God and was a prime minister. By Daniel, he saved nations. He understood the times and seasons of nations. Imagine if the president of Ghana was a prophet. No, think about it. Yeah. And so, some Christians say, me, I don't want to enter politics. We can have Holy Ghost filled people who will enter politics and will not be corrupted. We can. I mean, let's be positive forever. Amen. Let's yes. Let's be positive forever and stop being negative. You, the born again one, don't even believe God. To the full. someone who goes to a juju man and a juju man who makes concoction and tell the person to drink and says the money will come in two days' time, the person walks out with confidence, knowing that the money will come from a juju man. Pastor, pray for me oh. in the name of Jesus. I release money. Amen. I'm oh, sorry, I'm losing money also. Yeah, I'm you True or false? You see, our thinking, our thinking, our thinking. And that was the reason, that was Adam's fall. Adam's fall is what has caused all this. And now God is trying to restructure our minds. He says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That is where the problem is. Be tra- that he may be able to prove showcase the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. It's possible to know God's perfect will. Yesterday I mentioned it. I said something very profound yesterday. I don't know how many of you got it. I said people are building houses without Jesus. People are traveling without Jesus. Buying cars without Jesus. So why is the church centered on you having a car and praying for a house or praying for visa, and you are living in that consciousness. So, even you see, one time the Lord said, He says, Roy, the nations are yours. He says, Ask of me of the nations. In sounds, he says, Ask of me, and I will give you. And I said, Okay, I put on my leader's page. I said, We are praying, asking for the name. Very you see TTOC in every nation. And then the Lord said, He says, This is what he said. He said that listen, don't be afraid. When you are going to another country, whether you be bounced, listen, I am your father. Then I own the world. You see the mindset God is putting in my mind. When I go and they bounce me, I didn't lose. I'll go again. But the fear makes you think that before you go, I will say, "Unyam, What she say? She be like, you have to pray that traveling, traveling. Oh, traveling. <laughs> Listen, traveling is not a blessing. If it's, it's, you think it's a blessing, um, slavery mentality, that's why then you are hailing the person as though, Amen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a wrong mindset. And so people think, until I travel, I cannot make it. When the Bible says, wherever the sole of your feet are tread, He has given you that place. When you are in Ghana, you are the carrier of success. Success is not in another country. You are. And so, start changing your mind. Think like God. So you see, and that we are wasting prayers. People are traveling without prayer. Going to countries for business trips. Malams. Muslims. And you see a Christian sister. Even before you see us sitting in the plane, maybe I'm not from my plane now. Yes. True or false? When you are the temple of God, I, I, when I was in SS and I was with my boys at a, those times, I told them I said, "Hey, when I sit in the car, I don't say God protect me. I say I am protected because God is in the car." That was my mindset while I was a teenager. I would tell them I said, "Hey, when I sit in the car, God is in the car. No accident." When he's already said he'll keep his angels charge over you, activate them. Give the Lord a mighty clap on. Are you understanding the abundant life? Are you understanding the abundant life? Say, Lord, thank you. I'm your temple, and I will never perish. You chose me. Give him a shout of praise. He chose you. Amen. Let's move on. Are you enjoying this? (laughs) Oh, I will never perish. First Corinthians chapter six. Let's read from verse. Go to verse fourteen so that you can understand. Let's all read one, two, three. Go. And God had both raised up the Lord. Uh huh. Uh huh. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Relax. Say my body. My body is a member of Christ. One more time. My body is a member of Christ. See why I said you are not ordinary. You are the member of Christ. You are still afraid of the dead. This thing is it was on my heart. I'm telling you, it's really on my heart. When I see how Christians behave when they hear foolish things. It's sad. Is that how our master behaved? Is that how our Lord behaved? No! Is our model. Okay, shall then take the members of Christ and make them members of Halot God forbid. What? Know you know you not that he which is joined to an Halot is one body for two? saith he, shall be one flesh. I told you about the Corinthian churches. That this church of oh, hard They were troublesome Some some were sleeping with their father's wives. In the church, fooling about, causing strife, envy. I mentioned them yesterday. And you have these same spirits in today's churches. If you are here, yesterday I told you. I said if you are here and you give yourself away for the enemy to use it to cause division in the church, it it stopped yesterday. Amen. You shouldn't be that person. It was in the Corinthian church. Amen. In the Corinthian church, they were fornicating anyhow, eating by heart. When it's time for the communion, the Bible mentioned it. It says, why is it that as the communion at communion? That's when you bring your hunger to come and eat. Yes, it's in the Bible. The Corinthian church. Oh, and then you're communion, so don't eat. You see, and this church really had, they had issues. And I even told you, they had issues with the gift of the Spirit. The Bible says they would just come and then, like all that I have said today, the person just come and speak in tongues. Two hours. That was what was going on there. So Paul comes in 1 Corinthians 14 and tries to bring order to the church and explain tongues. There's some Christians who take it there. And Paul says, tongues is not important. Read in context. These people we were troublesome. But one thing about Paul is that, irrespective of how troublesome they were, see how he approached the matter. Let's see what he said to them. Let's read it. One, two, three, go. Verse 17. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. You see, he's telling them. He's trying to. You probably read yesterday what he said. He says, I'm speaking unto you as canal because you are still babies and you walk with men. And I said the Christian is not supposed to walk like man, he's supposed to walk like God. So for a Christian to walk like man, you are likened to a canal person and you are likened to a being. Whether you like it or not, that is true. Are you with me? And now he's explained to them, he says, so like I have come and you guys have fornicated and I've done all those things. And now I start talking. That don't you know that God become one? And that he that is joined with the law is one spirit. Like this is how he's addressing the issue. But flee fornication, every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which isn't you? Listen, I catch you fornicating, and I'm still letting you know that your body is not what. Bringing them to the consciousness. Let me tell you something. Sin is a settled matter in the eyes of God. If you are still at the level of what is sin, this, this is sin. This is sin. You are not growing before God. Sin is a settled matter. There are greater things to think about, greater things to walk in. If you are still preaching sin, did the Bible say preach sin? When it says preach the gospel and we are a grace church someone says that hey those who preach grace they help it you are a liar have you read where it says that for sin shall not have dominion over you because you are not under the law but under grace the antidote for sin is grace yes that's the antidote it, it's grace and this is what Paul did he says don't you know that your body is who told you when you sin the Holy Ghost leaves your body or he'll go and hide when you confess then he'll come back no. Amen. That is not it. Are you understanding this? He says, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? It's in you. And ye, what? Which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. He's, he's letting them know. He's bringing it to their consciousness that Hey, you are too precious to be watching you are too anointed to do what you are doing. I believe that's the best way to get people out of their problems. Let them know their self and stop bringing them back. Amen. But look at how he said that we are not your own. And then the next, let's read the last, the last verse. It's so beautiful. He says that for ye. Are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. Give the Lord a mighty clap up. Hallelujah! Glorify God in your body. It says you are bought with a price. And you know the Greek word for bought, agorazo. Ha! And you know what that word means? It's a very beautiful word. It, it is to make market of opportunity. When, If you read the, the, the parable where the Bible says that a man was walking and then he saw a treasure in the field. He went and came to buy the whole field because of that treasure. He didn't come to take the treasure. He came to buy the field because of the field. And that is likened to the redemption of Jesus. That because of man, he came to buy the whole world. And now he says, "Ye are bought to make markets of opportunity." In other words, God saw you as a friend even before he came. So he chose the word agorazo. There are several words for redemption in the Bible. You have agorazo, you have apoludrosis, you have lutrosis, you have lutron. They all don't mean the same. Difference. Agorazo. In other words, he saw an opportunity. Amazing grace that saved a wretch. Do you know God never saw us as wretch? He saw us as an opportunity. That's the Greek word, agoraz. And so I tell you, even before God saved, he saw you as an opportunity. He saw you as a truth. And so he makes them understand. Listen, you are bought with God. Glorify God say, Lord, I thank you. One more time. Give him a mighty clap. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I have God on the inside. I am special. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Wow, I love the word of God. Why would you rejoice? You see, David had these things. You know why? <laughs> you see, the word of God is sweet. Honey on my lips. The word of God is never boring. It will be boring if you are reading it in another light. But use his light. In his light, we see light. Not in your light. Amen. Glory to God. Nothing like the presence of God. Nothing like the word of God. It is meant to be enjoyed. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He has bought with a price. He has bought with a price. Okay. Let's go to 1 John chapter Let's read from verse. Okay, relax. Let's let's read from verse four. What three go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Move on. Uh huh. Relax. Who is he? That overcomes the world, but he that believes that Jesus is God That's that's very simple. Who overcomes the world? One that believes that Jesus. Do you believe? By strength. Why are you struggling? Why are you living in it? Let's move on and see. This is he that came by water uh-huh, and blood. Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that bear witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven: the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And these three, and there are three that bear witness in the earth: the Spirit, the what, and and the water and the blood. And these three are one. Agree in one. There's a lot to share there, but let's move on. If we have received the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he had testified of his son. I remember I told the church one time, I said that, hey, what do you look at? Who do you what do you believe? Isaiah said something. he says, who had believed that report? You are not the great of Emma's name. You are not the money in your bank account. You are not, the doctor's report. He says, if we have received the witness of men, he says, the witness of God is greater. The witness of God is greater. That is what gives me joy. I don't care what anyone will say. If God has said this, okay, it's greater. And let's see what he said. Let's move on to the next verse. Hard life, uh-huh. He that believeth not God made him a liar, because he that believeth, uh-huh. verse 11, and this is the record that God had given unto us eternal life, and this life is in his son. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Listen, he is not just talking. He said, this is the record. This is the testimony. This is the witness of who? God. that he had given us eternal life. And I told you, eternal life is not a life that you are going to get when you get to heaven. That, that, we've passed that level. If you are still thinking of eternal, when I get to heaven, then I'll get to heaven. John chapter 17, can we read John 17? John 17, verse 3. The Gospel of John. John 17, 3. John 17. Okay, can we all read it? One, two, three, 2, 3, go. Uh huh. This is life eternal that they might know thee, the only true God, Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. This is life eternal. This is it. Not the life that eternal life, we are going to get eternal life. And this, this. We should be out of that place by now. He says that this is life eternal. He explains that we may, we will know we build our relationship with God in here. Eternal life starts not there. Back to John, says John. I just wanted to explain that to you. So he says, this is a record, this is a testimony that we have eternal life. Say, I have it. Say, I have it. And this life is in his son. Amen. He that had a son had not the life. Verse 13. One, two, three, go. One more time. Was he not writing to Christians? You see, I told you, I said, there are some Christians that still have a problem with their belief system. Yeah. They, they think like the examples I gave we can we easily believe lies we easily believe the negative you easily believe a juju man can multiply man but when you hear a man of God multiplied man you see doubt is that how God thinks that's how man thinks they believe in the powers of the devil than in the powers of God. And so, there's even doubt in the church. But God is coming for a church without spots or in the world He is raising a generation. I'm telling you, people will come to that point where they will understand. What did he say? He says, set your affection on things about. Seek those things about, Set your affection. Prolame your mindset. And it's coming. Because he said, "I'm building my church," and the gates of hell shall not be. Built. It is common. the mindset of the church is changing. and the devil cannot stop it. Listen, he can't. <laughs> the verdict has been given. The gates of hell shall not that. Say, I have eternal life, and I told you the abundant life. It's not a life just for yourself. It's not, I'm living in plenty money. And so that's a bad life. No. I told you, the King James got it wrong. It means a life that old gets full and then overflows. And then that overflowing life is for your world. Not just for you, but for the people around you. And so, if your Christian life is not moving someone not maturity, Strongly, it belongs to them that are brought by reason of those have their senses and desires to descend. There is growth no in it is not stagnant, it is not static. We grow, turn it, but we grow. And you have to grow. Ezekiel chapter 4. Sorry, Ezekiel 47. Let's read from verse 1 to verse 4. Are you all there? 1, 2, 3, go at a gate by the way that looked at the eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side, Uh and the man. Uh-huh. Eastward, measured a thousand cubits. He brought me through the waters. The waters were to the ankle. Again, he measured a thousand. He brought me through the waters. The waters were at the knees. Again, he measured and blah blah blah. Right. After verse six, and he said unto me, Son of man, thou see that he um, then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now, when I had returned, behold. He said, These waters issued out towards the east country and go down into the deserts. Listen, when we read from the top, he brought into the house, he brought into the temple. He says that waters issued out of the temple. Hello? He says, came out of water, came out of the temple. And this is what he said they'll go down into the desert and go into the sea which being brought forth into the sea the waters shall be healed and it shall come to pass that everything that liveth which moveth, which withers so the river come shall live think about this he says it flows into the rivers or into the sea and everything that lives and moves shall live they are not there they are living okay they are not dead. he says when it enters the living fishes will live. Everything that moves will live. I thought movement was a sign of life. No. What is this telling John 7. John chapter 7. Verse. Let's read from verse 37. 37. One, two, three, go. Uh Uh-huh. No, no. 37, one, two, three, go. In the last day, Uh Uh uh-huh. 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 If any man says, let him come unto me and drink. And he that believeth on me, as the scripture had said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living, 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 living. And we already established a fact. He said, You have been agorazzled. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Market for opportunity. When he saw you, he saw a treasure. And now he says, You are not your own. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? And now Ezekiel said, Out of the temple, water issued out. And then it went to living places where they lived. And he says, Now out of your belly shall flow rivers of living, living, listen, living water. Say, out, out of me is life. One more time, out of, out of me is life. And so you give life to people who are seemingly living. That is who you are. That is that is the thing. When God was when Jesus was coming, it was, I told you, looking as I said, you are special. Never think you are not. You see, think like God. How does he see us? Sometimes you want to see yourself the way you see yourself, but you think that is wisdom. And the wisdom of this world is foolishness unto God. Out of your belly shall flow this. of living water, not dead water. Living. So death should not come out of you. Thing that comes out of you must bring light. In your workplace, you must be seen as the light and as the light. This is the last picture. of John one, and then we go. Let's go John one verse one. Then we read down one, and then we wrap up. Amen. Can we all read it one, two, three? Go. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Uh huh. The same was in the beginning with God. Uh huh. Things were made by him. And without him was not anything. Okay, in him was life. Uh, uh, did you see that? I told that at the time. I said, in order for the church to shine, oh, we are a city set on a hill, a city that cannot be hidden. Who will light a candle and put it under a bushel? Nobody. So we are a city. We are shining, but we can only shine, or we will be only, we will only be able to shine if we can understand the light. In him was life, and that life was the light. We will only be able to shine if we can understand the light. If we don't understand the light, there is no way we will shine. No way. In him was life, and the life was the light. And lots to talk about because with this place, he was dealing with the pre-Adamic era through till the ages. In him was life and then life. So now, out of my belly flows rivers of living water. Out of me comes life. And that life is the light. Why? Because I have the word. People are being lazy. And so certain things that are not supposed to be prayer out of us. Have like I told you, people are building houses without Jesus, buying cars without Jesus, traveling without Jesus, and the church is crying with high devils as well as this The church will imply. Let's be upset. Give the Lord a shout of praise.
1: We believe you are being blessed by the captivating truths being revealed by the man of God, Pastor Roy King. We welcome you to join us in worship across our various fellowship grounds. On Tuesdays, we have the Hour of Intimacy from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we have Cell Meeting from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. The locations are Red Top at Wager, Galilee at Ablekuma, Mile 7 at Achimota, University of Ghana Campus, Adenta Housing Down at Adenta, Noble House at East Legon, Sunshine Hospital at Airport, ICGC Calvary Temple Park, Junction Mall, Bachuna Total at Spintex, Sakamono and Community 5 at Tema. And for our Sunday ipochodomial services, the locations are red top at wager from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m and Okonglo First Floor Hanover Green Institute opposite the Pill Point Pharmacy on the Freetown Avenue from 1 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Contact our team on 020-099-8099 or 055-592-6251. We are ever ready to help. Come and have an experience with the Spirit of God.